0: The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll also support you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to propswap.com or download the PropSwap app. we are also support you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We'll also support you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to stablejewel.com and get started today. Also, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast Twitter account. It's at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. At BetMUFC. We will be looking back at the game against Atletico Madrid on that show. We'll be previewing the game against Watford. And right off the bat, let me tell you, the lock for this week's EPL will be over on BetMUFC. However, it's not the play that you think it is. So make sure you head over there and check that out. The lock for this week's show is over at BetMUFC. To get all of my additional content, head over to LockBetting.com. You can follow the Twitter account for LockBetting over at LockBetting.com on Twitter. That's at LockBetting.com on Twitter. You still have another week or so to check out the PL for the month of January, as the pin tweet. The pin tweet will always be the previous month's PL. So you can see how we did in the month of January by looking at that pin tweet. However, if you dig a little bit deeper, if you go down on that pin tweet. If you open a thread, have a look at the spreadsheet, have a look at the write up, have a look at the report from January. And if you have a look, you'll see some little tags. The tags will say things like football, soccer, tennis, NBA, NHL, and one of them will be PL. That, by clicking that, you will be able to see all of our previous PLs from all of our previous months. So you'll be able to see how we got to 104 months in a row of Transparent Track Profit. We're just a couple of days from that being 105 and we're just three months away from being able to say I haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for nine years. So if you want to be involved with the service, head over to LockBetting.com and sign up. I'm getting fully transparent with you. Wait now until March the 1st. There's no point signing up this weekend because you will be billed for the entire month of February. So to start afresh on March the 1st. The reason you'll be billed is because I use a Patreon site. Patreon allows me to be fully transparent and tracked. When you have a look at those P&Ls, you will see that members have commented underneath the bottom. Therefore, if I added plays that weren't real or I took away plays that lost, somebody would pick up on it immediately. So that's what allows me to be transparent and tracked. The only drawback of Patreon is that it bills you as soon as you sign up. That's because people put content on there that isn't time-sensitive. We're looking at written work, we're looking at porn, we're looking at music, things like that, things that where you sign up, you can have a look back at it and it won't be time sensitive. Gambling content is time sensitive. Therefore, signing up on February the 26th and looking back at all of the stuff you missed out won't be a good investment for you, but signing up on March the 1st will and be a part of Lockbetting.com as we look for our 106th month of transparent track profit, 106th month in a row in the month of March. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show, smaller slate this weekend because we have the Carabao Cup final. We will be covering the Carabao Cup final for you on the show. The only game we won't be looking at is the Man United game because, of course, that is covered exclusively over on Bet MEFC. We begin our action here on Saturday because we've already covered the Southampton versus Norwich game on the previous show. And we look at Tottenham's trip to Leeds off the back of some very controversial comments by Antonio Conte. Now, we don't usually insert comments on this show we usually save that for MUFC as we look at things that have been said by Manchester United players or about Manchester United players through the week we do that over at MUFC. so we don't normally insert that kind of stuff here onto the EPL show but Antonio Conte's comments this week was so controversial I've decided to upload a clip here for you guys to listen to before we break down this game between Leeds and Tottenham so have a listen to this
1: it's difficult tonight and uh, it's not only tonight and uh, in the last five games we lost four games and uh it means that uh, you have to there will be assessment assessment uh about the club about uh, about me and uh because i think that uh for me it's very frustrating to lose four games in the last five games and uh for sure and uh, the situation is this and the situation speaks clear and uh I'm really sorry, I'm really sorry for, for the fans, I'm really sorry for, uh, uh, yeah, especially for the fans, because I think they don't deserve this, but and, uh, when you lose four games, in the last five five games, it means that uh, yeah, you have to make assessment, the club has to make assessment, also to, to speak together, and uh, to understand uh, which is the best solution. When you talk about that, do you feel what, a meeting with the players, with the management, with the ownership? What do you mean? Yeah, but in this situation, and uh, the players are always the same. In this club, change uh, the, the coaches, but the players are the same. But the result doesn't change. And uh, I repeat, and, uh, I'm too honest to accept this type of situation. And for sure, uh, we'll make assessment with uh, with the club because uh, I repeat. And uh, yeah, it's not right, it's not good and for, uh, for everybody to, to continue to lose. And uh, I can't accept this and, uh, and uh, it's not good for, uh, uh, for no one.
0: So based on that, it seems like this game here between Leeds and Tottenham is between two managers very much under pressure. One putting himself under pressure, which is Antonio Conte, because I don't think the Spurs board want to sack him at all, especially not off the back of beating Manchester City away from home 3-2 last weekend. Obviously, Conte is a manager who can move you up the table, can get you in the Champions League, you can even challenge for the league title with the right players and the right club, which need to put in the right investment. So, I don't think Tottenham are going to get a better manager than this, but it's Antonio Conte who's asking questions of himself in this position. And can he do it at this club, with this board, with this owner and with these players? And I don't think the Tottenham fans want him to go, but this weekend could be crucial. And it could be for Leeds as well, because they have been sucked back into the relegation conversation. They've lost their last two games by an aggregate scoreline of 10-2 against Manchester United and Liverpool. Things get a little bit easier here when playing against Tottenham but we know that Leeds fare very poorly against teams in the top six and that's really where Tottenham should be and a win here is vital for Tottenham who are the 10 to 11 favourites to get it. It's 14 to 5 on Leeds and it's 11 to 4 here on the draw. I think Tottenham turn up for this game. I think this is a bounce back after the performance against Burnley. That was a game where Tottenham were on top but they couldn't penetrate and then late on Burnley did and Burnley came away with the win. The conditions were also very bad as well so that in itself can be a big leveller when you're looking at a team in the bottom half and a team in the top half of the table. I don't think we're going to have the same conditions here but we are going to have a hostile atmosphere. Leeds fans are always up for it. It doesn't matter whether it's Tottenham or whether it's Manchester United, a team that you absolutely hate. Leeds fans will be trying to carry them over the line, but I don't think they can do anything here about Leeds' style of play. Leeds are just too open, and when you play against top sides, top sides will pick you apart, and I think Tottenham will find a way to win this game. I do think there will be goals At both ends, though, given Tottenham have now gone 10 games without keeping a single clean sheet. There have also been goals at both ends in seven of Leeds' last 10 games at home. Both teams scored in the reverse fixture, which was a 2-1 win for Tottenham. And four of Leeds' last five Premier League matches have actually delivered over three and a half goals. So... It looks like it's going to be a shootout here on Saturday and I think that Leeds are going to come out on the wrong end of the scoreline once again as I look for Tottenham to win a high-scoring game here with both teams finding the net. Both teams to score is available at 4-6, minus 150 and a Tottenham win is available at 10-11 to and I do think Tottenham will win this game and bounce back for Antonio Conte. I don't know what was actually said Between Conte and the board today, nothing's come out. Antonio's press conference tomorrow will be interesting. But all in all, I think he's going to stay at least past the weekend. And uh, beyond that as well, because I think Tottenham will win this game. It will be interesting to see how Tottenham fare for the rest of the running. They have a big game coming up against Manchester United on March the 12th. And perhaps that could be the end of Antonio Conte if he ends up coming out on the wrong end of that six-pointer for the Champions League positions. Up next we have a six pointer at the bottom three o'clock kickoff on Saturday three o'clock UK time as Brentford host Newcastle where Brentford are the six to four favourites here in fact they're shorter than that in most places I've seen them here at 13 to 10 it's nine to four on the draw and Newcastle are as big as 21 to 10. I like Newcastle as a live dog here, not just to avoid a defeat. You can get them here on the double chance market to avoid a defeat at 8-13. to But I like them here as a pick to actually come away with the win. Newcastle as a pick is available here at 5-4. to And I like that selection given Newcastle's recent form. I think they can get a win here and put themselves well out of relegation trouble whilst putting Brentford Bang in the conversation with the likes of Burnley and Leeds, along with, of course, Watford and Norwich. Newcastle, Newcastle sorry, are seeking to extend a five-game unbeaten run and they have three wins in their last four. Brentford have lost seven. Of the last eight games with just one draw, and the Magpies have only managed one clean sheet in 11 trips in the Premier League. So, this could be a game that features some goals. Four of Brentford's last six games have seen both teams actually score, and Newcastle have actually won three of the last four league matches coming into this, which has taken them out of trouble, in my opinion. And they'll get further out of trouble here with another win against Brentford, which will subsequently put Brentford in even more trouble. I think these two teams are meeting at the right time for Newcastle and the wrong time for Brentford and I can see Newcastle escaping with the points that's rare for Newcastle they don't usually do well in London but I do think they'll be leaving with something here on Saturday against Brentford so Newcastle as a pick will be my selection here for this game up next we have Brighton versus Aston Villa this is a difficult one to call Brighton have been installed as the 5-4 to favourites it's 23-10 on the draw And it's 12 to 5 here on Aston Villa. Difficult because Brighton are in a bad patch at the moment. They've had a couple of bad results. And so have Aston Villa. That Steven Gerrard bounce seems to be dwindling away. I think this one could end up being a draw. So I think there's good value on the draw price here. 12 of Brighton's 25 Premier League games have finished level. So if a team are drawing nearly half their games, it's definitely worth taking the draw here in a game where it's difficult to pick a winner. Aston Villa averaging just one point per game away from home this season and five of Brighton's last eight home games have been draws with both sides failing to score in each of their last two games so we could be seeing a stalemate here I think they'll both manage to find a net here in this one but I see a 1-1 draw that individual scoreline here is available at six to one Brighton have actually only won three of the 12 home games this season with 13 of Brighton's last 15 Premier League games seeing under two and a half goals so we could have been taking Brighton under two and a half goals blindly as our locks here over the last 15 shows and we would have gone 13 and two with those selections so I think this one is going to be a low scoring draw and I like the draw here 23 to 10 and I like riding the Brighton Unders, seeing as Brighton Unders have been an ATM as of late. And you're getting that under here at 10 to 11. So it's 10 to 11 on over, 10 to 11 on under. And the data significantly points to the under here in this one. Up next, we move on to the game here between Crystal Palace and Burnley, where Palace are the 10 to 11 favourites. It's 12 to 5 on the draw, and it's 16 to 5 here on Burnley. Crystal Palace found their scoring boots against Watford, but they were finding it difficult to find a net before that, at least in 2022. And Burnley come into this game off the back of two clean sheets, one against Brighton and one at home against Tottenham. So I find it difficult to see how suddenly this is going to be a wide open explosive games where Palace are able to score frequently on Burnley and vice versa. I like the under here, which is available at four to six minus 150. I think Burnley can get something from this game. Palace should win it. Palace should be able to build off the back of beating Watford, especially as they're better at home than they are away from home. But it's just difficult to back against Burnley at the moment. Obviously, if they're against a top-level team, you'd think you'd think Burnley would find it difficult. But at the moment, going against bottom-half teams with Burnley fully incentivised and with Sean Dyche mode activated, as Sean Dyche looks to pull off another great escape. I find it difficult taking Crystal Palace in this game. So I'm just simply going to play another under here in this one. Man United versus Watford will be covered exclusively over at MUFC. So we move down to the 5.30 kickoff here as Everton host Manchester City. Everton are the 10-1 underdogs in this game. It's 5-1 on the draw. And Manchester City are available here at 2-7. This is a rare bounce back spot here for Manchester City and I do think they'll bounce back and they'll bounce back emphatically. I understand that Everton have had some positive results at home as of late, but this is a big step up in competition and home or away, it doesn't matter. Manchester City coming off a loss is a play that you have to take. I'm going to take Manchester City to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here at the price of four to five. Man City coming to this game against Everton having scored eight goals without a reply in their last two games against this Everton team. Everton have suffered heavy home defeats this season to Liverpool and Watford 4-1 and 5-2, so it wouldn't be surprising to see Manchester City put a beat down on Everton here in response to Liverpool putting six pass leads, because goal difference may now actually come into play in this title race that many declared over. It is now down to just three points. City have scored at least four goals in four of their last seven away games, Riyad Mahrez is the informed player here. He has five goals in total in his last five games here for Manchester City. Both ties have actually scored in six of the last nine meetings between these two teams. So City may need to score three to win it. But over three and a half goals has been a winning bet in five of City's 13 Premier League away games this season. So I can see this one being a free-scoring game. Yes, Everton could score, but Manchester City could score three or four. And I think they'll comfortably bounce back and cover the handicap here at four to five for the minus 1.5 Asian handicap line as Frank Lampard's team learn a hefty lesson here in this one. Moving on to Sunday, just one EPL game to cover before we move on to the Carabao Cup final and that is between West Ham and Wolves where West Ham are the 21 to 20 favourites. It's 9 to 4 here on the draw and it's 11 to 4 here on Wolves. Wolves were ridiculously unlucky to lose to Arsenal again tonight. They were well on top in that game. They were comfortable. Arsenal were on top in terms of possession and in shots, etc. and creating chances. But Wolves were just sitting in defending a lead and they were doing it quite comfortably until the end. And then they capitulated inside the last 10 minutes. A 95th minute winner from Lacazette meant that Arsenal now closed the gap on Manchester United. I don't think West Ham are going to do the same here. I like Wolves to be able to get something from this game. West Ham here are close to even money favorites therefore we get some value on the double chance market on Wolves to avoid a defeat and Wolves here are available at 3 to 4 to avoid that defeat and that's what we're going to take here in this one Wolves plus 0.5 or Wolves on the double chance market away to West Ham here on Sunday. Up next we move on to the Carabao Cup final as Chelsea take on Liverpool I'm sure that you'll suddenly see Liverpool's top players appearing for the cup final. They did absolutely nothing to get Liverpool here, but I'm sure you'll see them all playing here in this game. And that's why Liverpool are the 13-10 favourites here on the money line. It's 23-10 on the draw. And Chelsea are the 21-10 underdogs. The winner of the tie sees Chelsea as the 11-10 underdogs, with Liverpool available here at 4-6. It's difficult to back against Liverpool in their current form at the moment. They've now won nine games in a row coming into this match, so they probably are worthy favourites. However, I just think the value here is on Chelsea. Look, these two teams have already met this season and they've played out a 2-2 draw and a 1-1 draw as well. So, despite the fact that Chelsea haven't been able to beat Liverpool, Liverpool also haven't been able to beat Chelsea. The one consistent thing with both of the games that they've played is that both teams have scored in both of those meetings. Therefore, there is value on both teams scoring here once again, at plus money, at even money, plus 100. Liverpool have obviously scored in each of their last nine games as they've won all of them. However, Chelsea have also scored in 15 of their last 16 games with only Manchester City stopping them from scoring. It's worth noting, though, That these two teams are defending better than they have done during periods of the season. Chelsea are back to being defensively solid, keeping clean sheets in four of the last six, and Liverpool have actually kept a clean sheet in four of their last five. I don't think these two teams, though, will be able to stop each other's scoring. They haven't done so far this season. I do think they'll both be able to find a net, and I think a winner is tough to call. Therefore, I'm going to go for the underdogs here in Chelsea. I do think Jurgen Klopp is going to be forced to play some of the players that helped Liverpool get to the final. I do think we'll see Sam and Mane in the team, but I also think we'll see some youngsters included. I don't think Chelsea need to do that. I also think Chelsea have a little bit more pedigree as of late in terms of winning a Champions League final, getting to a Champions League final for starters and then winning it. And then of course, they won the Club World Cup as well a few weeks back. So I'm going to lean towards Chelsea. They seem to be able to get things done here in finals. Thomas Tuchel also has good game plans for Liverpool. That's why he's unbeaten against them. As I said as well, Liverpool haven't lost to Chelsea and Chelsea haven't lost to Liverpool so for me this is a bit of a toss-up and I think the underdog has to be the play here given that it is a 50-50 game and as I said I also like both teams to find it in this game at plus money plus 100. This could be a game that goes to extra time and to penalties as well. It's a good cup final, it's a cup final that the sponsors would have wanted and we look forward to this one on Sunday as Chelsea take on Liverpool at Wembley. That concludes this edition of the EPL show. Don't forget that your lock for this week's EPL slate is over at BetMUFC. So make sure you check out the Mufc podcast to get that lock selection. That's it for me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.